What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning back in to the show. This is Beer and Bullshit, episode number 15. On this episode, I have Will Atlas. Will is a musician and artist and rapper. Um, we talk about everything from his upbringing to the power of the Internet and what the future holds for, for us, you know, just as a whole. Uh, we also just talk about his EP that he plans on dropping later this year uh, and everything else under the sun. I think you guys will really enjoy this one. So hope you enjoy. Cheers. Not much, man. Just enjoying this uh, awesome weather today. Went out on a paddleboard, grabbed some marks, and <laughs> oh, yeah. enjoying a Saturday. What you up to? Not much, man. Well, you know, I'm I'm back in Southeast Texas, so okay. we're uh, we're just watching and observing these uh these storms. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, yeah. First time in history, right? Yeah, bro. I mean, like that's with crazy. Harvey. I mean, I guess with Harvey, anything was possible after Harvey, you know. But like that's true. storms colliding, like Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you remember the movie uh, A Perfect Storm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like George Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's what Brandy showed me a picture of. Uh, she was like, oh, look at this. This is what this is called. It's like, I don't know. It's like a Fuji something. One of those yeah. two storms to collide. And she showed me that last week. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. That's cool. Like, I didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah. But then she, I didn't realize that that was actually happening in Southeast Texas. And then she showed yeah, me. Yeah. Like, oh, and I was like get out of here i thought you were just showing me that as like a look at, this is an interesting little piece of trivia like yeah. this is what it's it really yeah. exists i was like yeah that's crazy yeah, see, it's, it's funny you say that bro because i've never actually seen that movie i'm familiar with it but yeah. i've never seen it so i've been seeing like a hashtag a lot you yeah know, the perfect storm I'm yeah like, holy fuck like this is real life now <laughs> it's not a, it's not a very good movie but <laughs> i mean it's just it's, it's just a guy on a boat in a storm that's it like yeah, I think you can, if I say that, you—that's the entire movie right there. Oh shit! Well, I mean, you know, if we go back, so there's a lot, there's a few good movies from back in the gap, and then there's a lot of shitty ones as well. <laughs> you know, some, some still hold up though. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of movies, man, like you, um, like I, you know, I watch some of your videos, and you're pretty yeah. like, uh, like good behind the camera. Do you have like any like actors that inspire you, fighting man, or anything? Actors, uh. Shit, man, I don't know. I mean, I'm a moviegoer, I guess, but I'm not, I'm not like an actor. I've never, I've never acted. I wasn't in like theater arts or anything like that in yeah. high school. But like behind the camera, it's just, you know, you watch enough movies, you're like, I think this would look funny. Like that's that's yeah. basically. Yeah, there was, there's no there's no method. I mean, you know, my wife she's she's been in uh she was in a uh, a Bun B and Slim Thug music video back. I remember in that video, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, so she, you know, so when we started making those, she's like, "You don't understand how many takes these things take." Like, you know, every <laughs> every shot, to, you know, you work on it for way longer than what you'd expect. But uh, oh, most uh, definitely, man. Man, it's the same with music, you know. Um, but before we jump into everything, I guess we can sort yeah. of rewind and just start from the beginning. So, yeah. um, just for you know, just for all the my followers and everybody and the listeners that are listening. Uh, on this platform, just go back a little bit and just uh, talk about your upbringing, background, uh, things like that. So where are you from? You know, things of that nature. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I was born in Beaumont, Texas. Uh, my dad was a youth pastor slash pastor when I was growing up. So I was very involved in the church. Uh, that lasted until, let's see, yeah, so I went to East Texas Christian School, which was like this little Christian school. Uh, my dad was the uh, the chaplain there, so we got to go for free. Um, but I went there until, I don't know, like sixth grade, I think. Yeah, like sixth grade, switched over, went to high school in Lumberton, then moved to Beaumont, lived in Beaumont uh, until moving to, we moved to Arizona for like a year, but then we came right back to Beaumont. So we lived in Beaumont most of my life and then recently transplanted into Austin. Um, I guess, how did I get started in? music would be the other thing like my upbringing uh yeah i mean i'm sure, I'm sure back in the day because you know like back during like uh, uh the times when we were in high school and everything we all listened to pretty much the same artists like lil wayne i was uh, about to say lil wayne and then you hear like still tipping you know that was when yeah. i was like 14 years old and that, that song got played a million times yeah but yeah so i remember like slim thug like mike jones like you remember calling yeah <laughs> oh my, it's a real thing you know like 
Yeah. Which apparently you can call that number again. I haven't tried it, but I heard the other day that he's got that fired up again. Yeah. Well, damn. We, but, um, oh, damn, for real. I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, he's back. We saw him perform in, uh, I think it was 2016, 2017. Yeah. At, uh, and he, I mean, he went back. He did. Yeah. You know, that was the the thing with like Texas rappers is they're like mm-hmm. I think um, because they're so like humble and everything they'll always right. have like a special place in our hearts like even oh, our oh. our children you know what I'm saying they're so humble yep. um, and just so true to Texas yeah. you know what I'm saying that like they they mute they just make this timeless music you know what I'm saying exactly like, we can I listen mean, like, to Zero and I can listen to a little album the other day yeah. I don't know if you've listened to any of his stuff but I mean Zero could do. Like no wrong in my book. Every album he oh. listen, every album he drops, I listen to the whole thing multiple times. I'm like, cool, man. Like, I'm, yeah. you know, him, Slam Thug. Like, we we randomly got invited to a Thug a Day celebration because, she, because my wife was in his video. Oh man, like you know, you see him and you're like, this dude's like a, you know, he's an idol. Like, he's, he's like, yeah, he's an icon. For he's sure. a legend. I mean, he has his own day in Houston. Like, that's how big of a deal he is, you know. But you're right. Those those Texas rappers. I mean, they can. They're not going to do any wrong. I mean, I saw you had a little flip on the other day. I actually got to see him perform. Yeah, uh, bro. That one thing about uh, Flip, he, the, the guy is so he's so fucking humble, bro. Like, yeah. Whenever, uh, like, I, you know, I reached out to his manager. His manager was like, "Yeah, let me ask him." Within like five minutes, he was like, "Yeah," <laughs> you know. So we, we we jump on a Zoom call, and he it's just like you know, I was talking to like anybody, like my brother, my, yeah, my father, anybody, you know, uncle. It was just like so, like mellow and just relaxed. Yeah, he's so mellow, so down to earth, man. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, I watched your interview with him, and you're like, he's such a good dude. Like, yeah, so cool. and <laughs> yeah, you're like, bro, you're the freestyle cool. king. Like, how are you not like? Yeah, everywhere you go, how do you not just yell out that you're the freestyle king? Exactly, you know? man. Because I like people, especially in Texas, like Texas rappers. What they don't realize is like you know us being Texas natives, we these guys are like God to us as children. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In a sense, and like. Like coming up as a kid, bro, Lil Flip was the like the Leprechaun album, all those yeah. albums, mixtapes, those were my go-to albums. So yeah. I worship those that stuff, you know. So talking to this guy, it's so it's, it's really it's really hard to explain that to him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh yeah. it's all that must good, not, awesome. Not, like getting yeah. that response. Like the, I mean, did you just reach out on a whim? Like what was your end? Uh so I so I had his manager's number, uh Long story short, um, I, I promoted clubs and stuff in Houston. I stayed in Houston for about 10 years mm-hmm. um, doing hospitality, hotel work. But, you know, that you meet so many different people in hotels. Um, mm-hmm. That turned into, you know, like a club type thing uh, where I went and started uh, promoting clubs. Uh, I ended up getting this dude's, uh, getting Lil Flip's manager's number. His name is, um, I can't think of his fucking name right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got his number. Uh, Adot, Adot is his name. I got okay, Adot's okay. number, and uh, I texted him. I was like, "Man, I started a podcast. Um, you think you could reach out to Flip and ask him um, if he'd like to be on the show?" He reached out to him. He's like, "Yeah, let me call him real quick." He called him. He's like, "He didn't answer. I uh, wait for a call back." Lil Flip calls him right back. He's like, "Yeah, when?" You know. <laughs> I was like, "You know what? Let's <laughs> let's do it, man. Next week, that's let's, that's let's so get cool, it done, man, bro." But uh, no, man, I was going to say, now I'm lucky to have friends that rap, bro. <laughs> you know, yeah, so it's hey. cool, man. Yeah, it's badass. I listen Thanks, to, um, you know, some of your freestyles and yeah, bro, you got the gift. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. It's a, uh, you know, it's something I'd always been into when I was younger. And then, you know, life gets in the way. I mean, I, I grew into yeah. a family business, started just working, you know. I mean, I talk about in some of my freestyles, like I, I've mentioned, like what I do, like I'm a carpenter by trade. So I got these rough hands and you know (laughs) but you get into that like like that day-to-day grind of just like this is the person that i'm supposed to be you know like you know you see everyone around you looks at you and like oh he's supposed to be this person and you know i'm i'm i mean i'm 29 now man i'm pushing 30 so i'm like yeah i don't want to do that anymore like i want to i want to do the thing that i like i liked doing when i was younger absolutely you know go after it i mean i think you know, it seems like you're doing something similar. Like, you know, you're starting up a podcast. Like, you know, it's it's just, you got to go after what you're called to do, I think. And like you said, I mean, people people told me like, hey, you know, you're pretty good at that. That like you should yeah. give that a shot. And I'm like, I, I like doing it. So it's rare that you have somebody tell you like you're good at something and you like doing it, I think. Like, I, yeah, I mean, most I definitely. Most definitely, man. And like uh, like you said, bro, like you, you, you reach a certain age. And for us, it just happened to be like 28, 29, 29 mm-hmm. as well. Um, I just... 
had this calling or this urge to like do something that I wanted to do. I got tired of working at a nine to five. You know what I'm saying? You get yeah. tired of that shit and just being in the norm. So yeah. um the the thing though, like with me, like in the podcast in the beginning, bro, like it was just like uh I just you know, I was shooting my shot and mm-hmm. I just tried it, you know. But you always want like some sort of or at least I did, like some sort of validation. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I wanted some kind of feedback where, you know, I could hear like positive feedback because you know in the beginning, you know, when you're grinding and you get negative feedback, it can really shoot it can fuck up your morale. Well, you're, you know? not, you're not used to getting that. Like it's not it's right. hard to when you when you you put so much effort into one little thing yeah. and then you show it to somebody and they go, Nah, I don't really <laughs> like that. You're like uh, you yeah. don't like me, like, yeah. but it's not you. They just, you know, maybe they're not, they're not feeling it in that time. Like, they're not in the same mental wave or the mental space that you're in. Exactly. But they can, yeah. you know, there's people who listen to an album, and then they're like, "That's trash." And then a few years later, they hear it again. You know, another yeah. song off that album, they're like, "Ooh, I like, I like that." You know, so oh, it's, yeah. yeah. So it always. <laughs> so you can't really take somebody's negative, you know, their negative input. And be like, that's how everyone feels, and that's how that person is going to feel all the time. You know, right, right, most definitely. And it's always evolving. Just do what you do, and then yes, yeah. where it takes you. Exactly. Like, I think perfect example for uh, like for this for that or everything you just said is like mm-hmm. Young Thug. So when Young Young Thug came out initially, people thought he was weird. They didn't know what the yep. fuck to think. You know, yep. now we're like what five, almost ten years down the line, and like everyone loves him. You know, yep. because like finally his like his mentality, like his uh, his everything that he has going, like people, it caught up with people. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, like you're ahead of your they, time. They caught up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, there's a. I feel like there, there's so many people that that happens to them. Like, yeah. they, like Young Thug kept with it. Like there are people who they keep doing their thing. Yeah. But there's so yeah. many people that early on they do get that influence, and they break down and they stop. And we miss out on somebody who could have just been misunderstood or ahead of their time. And if yeah. they would have kept at it, they could have been, they could have been great. And oh so, yeah, for sure. And I think that was so many people. I think of people that, you know, that, you know, I've seen make music, I've gone and seen them perform like in a band or whatever. And then I think they're great. And then they stop. You're like, yeah. man, you could have, if you just, it, but there's, there's other things to get in their way. You know, there's, there's a million reasons not to do something. Yeah, like life, <laughs> life. Exactly. Like, you know, yeah. I'm, I mean, I don't have kids. I don't know if you have kids, but I mean, there's so many, like a lot of my friends, that's, that's their life now. Their life yeah. changed. So, and I, that's totally understandable, you know, but yeah, I see where I want my life to go and I'm trying to aim it that way. You know? Yeah. You're definitely, uh, you're definitely going for it, bro. Uh, definitely uh, rooting for you, man. I'm um, so like, how do you take criticism? Like if someone, have you ever, have you had anyone like this far, like tell you like, Oh, this is this oh, yeah. or that. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I get messages. They're just like, you know, somebody will just say like one word, like, you know, honestly, like the most, the, the weirdest feedback I'm getting around is I have like a, I have a, like a gay following, a gay man following oh. or something that I have, <laughs> which they're super nice. I don't, I mean, I don't know what I mean, they're, 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 they're complimentary to me, but I do get a lot of feedback from people that are like, you know, they'll comment and just say like one word, like, trash or whatever like yeah. or somebody says something that's like really really nice and i think we you know i think our our brains tend to focus on negative the negative I, mean, sure. I think it's you know from books that i've read you focus on the negative to keep yourself safe like it's evolutionary to like you know just protect you because if you know if you think something's bad and it ends up being good that's not a problem but if you think that it's good and it ends up being bad that ends up being a real bad problem so Absolutely. So you look at like one bad criticism and you just play that over and over so that you try to make it not happen again. Yeah. But I think you have to give as much uh, attention to the positive feedback or else. Most definitely. You're just hearing your own side of the, you know, you're just hearing one side. And so I try to listen to, and it's hard because you, your own feedback could be negative. You can hear, I mean, I hear, you know, some of my old songs are an old freestyle and I'm like, oh man, I did that. I hit that wrong. Like I did not do a good job there. But you even, you know, so with, I don't know, with feedback, you know, with, you know, people's input, you just take it with a grain of salt. And yeah, yeah, it, just, it gets, um, it's, it's definitely tricky because, I mean, like you said, like we, uh, we acknowledge the negative, the negative feedback. I mean, you could have like a thousand YouTube comments, right? And yeah. like 999 of them could be positive. But yep. the only thing you're going to see is that one negative. Yeah. No, it's just, yeah, just 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 some bullshit comment for somebody yeah. who could just be trolling you. They could they could have loved it, and they're just like, "Oh, I'm gonna fuck with them." Yeah, you know? 
Yeah, man. And, and you know, people on YouTube and every other platform, they, they got this shit uh -huh. too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, what, like, what motivated, like, the uh, the move to Austin? Like, you guys moving to Austin? Man, uh, I mean, I do, I do love where I'm from, but I don't like hurricanes very much i got tired i got tired of that i mean and now i hate to say that because there's two on their way but yeah i mean you know we lived there throughout you know rita and ike and harvey and yeah i mean it just got to a point where it's like there's nothing uh really keeping me here especially like i mean my family's still there but i want to go experience other things and in austin there is there's better weather uh there's a huge music scene yeah i mean not right now because there isn't, I mean, there isn't any scenes in the pandemic, but yeah. you know, generally there is a good underground music scene that you can just go, you can go to just, it's easy to get shows here. And I, I really, you know, when I was in high school, I was the MC that did like announced pep rallies. Like I, I like, I like getting people, you know, hyped up. Like it's like, I like seeing people like you say a word and somebody vibes with it and they, they feel a little bit bigger in their own, yeah. like in their own skin, they feel more comfortable. So uh, I, we came here because it's live music capital of the world. You know, I want to I want to perform. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, man. That's that's nice. Yeah. So um, I remember back. I lived in Austin for like two years, right? And um, yeah. we would always. I had a buddy. He would uh, rap at. I believe it was called Spider House. Does that yep. sound familiar? Spider House or Spider Scratch House? House? It was yep. one of those. It's still uh, there. Yeah. Yeah, man. And he uh, he's actually he's still out there. He goes by uh, Super or uh, Soup makes it better. He works okay. over at Lo-Fi. Uh, Lo-Fi lo is like a, uh, it's like a consignment slash like vintage clothing mm -hmm. store, you know. So yeah. it's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I'm to uh, link you guys and you know get you yeah, guys. Yeah, definitely. That'd be uh, fun, man. That sounds good. Some, some sick shit together, man. Yeah. Uh, so how are you guys making time go by, bro? Like with this whole pandemic, <laughs> like four or five months down the line. <laughs> man, it, I mean, I'm a, uh, I'm a pretty. Uh, know somewhat of a loner so when all this like started off i was like oh cool I'll just chill at the house like yeah it's you know, so they said two three weeks you're like okay like <laughs> take off work cool this will be fun yeah. and then you know that passes by and you're like okay like is the world ending like why are we you know it gets it gets crazier and crazier and then you know the, i mean then you don't you don't have like a connection with anybody it seems like and yeah. then there's all this like social unrest that you know with with you know, George Floyd killing like that. Yeah. You know, then that happens and, you know, yeah, we have protests downtown. So it's like, it's just to get across downtown, you know, you're nervous. Like, am I going to get caught? Like we got, we got caught on I-35 in a protest, which, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying like, Oh, they're, they're wrong for protesting. Like they need to get out there and you know, that's, that's how we get things done. Yeah. But uh, it is a little nerve wracking whenever you're stuck, you didn't plan to be in a protest and then you're in one, <laughs> you know, you're not in the right mindset. Uh, so the, it's been, I don't know, there's been moments where, you know, we wake up and we have nothing to do and you're like, I don't feel like this is reality. Like, I feel, I feel like this is all a joke. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah it is crazy. It feels like we're, uh, we're in a movie, man. Um, I hear yeah. the, I mean, the homelessness has always been like, like, bad in Austin but I hear the homelessness is like getting crazy out there like every corner you turn you know I guess it depends on what part of Austin you know yeah I mean a few years what was that that was I guess a year ago they let it uh you can camp on any public ground within the city so that's that makes that means homeless people can stay wherever they want they're not breaking any laws like another so in other cities you know there's certain areas where cops come and break it up yeah but in Austin it's you know it's wherever you want um mm. It is what it is. I mean, I hate seeing that because we live in the wealthiest nation in history. So it's like, why are there 500 million people sleeping on the streets every year? I don't really, yeah. I don't really understand that. I don't, but I'm not a politician, so I don't, I don't know. There's problems, but you never considered it. <laughs> Politics, <laughs> no, not at all. Dude, fuck that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that that would be the worst job. Yeah, it, it, it just you seems can like do no rights in that. Right, in, in my honest opinion, it just seems like dirty a dirty game oh yeah and like it's just super fucking dirty like you could pull up one bad thing about like if you if, you know could find it on my family you know like and yeah it, it hit surface like bro i'd be pissed you yeah. know what i'm saying like i'd be yeah I'd be you can't and a politician has to be like you know they have to be super 
you know, straight laced and not, not get yeah. like if somebody's talking bad about your family. You're going to say something, but absolutely you can't even, you can't even respond the way you want to. Yeah. I'd be yeah, like, so, yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't do any of that. I know. I, mean, I guess like <laughs> I maybe Bernie Sanders would, he's getting, he's getting to that age where he's like, you know what? Fuck him. Like he's, he's going to start talking <laughs> some like real shit this next year. I think he's already, yeah. you know, he's dropping F-bombs and shit, but you know, he doesn't care. Yeah. He's like, dude, fuck this game. So, no. uh, back, just back to the music, uh, yep. what are some of your like music, uh, ins- musical inspirations, like, you know, rappers or, uh, just okay. musicians, period, you know, musicians, sure period. Let's see. Uh, I remember my first album that I bought, which was hilarious. I went to Sam Goody music store. Do you remember that place? Oh, hell yeah. Home? I was just talking about Sam Goody and also, uh, F- FYE. Remember yeah. that dude? Yeah, man. I, oh man. I loved going to Parkdale and I'd go in there. I remember going in there and. I had to get my mom to come in there with me because I was like 13. Yeah. I wanted to buy, I wanted to buy Dr. Dre's The Chronic <laughs> and they wouldn't let me buy it. So I was like, bum. And you know, growing up in a, you know, my dad was a youth pastor, like, you know, growing up in a Christian household, I'm like, I want to play, you know, I want this album. And you know yeah. what the, the album looks like? Yeah. And my mom's like, like, hell no. So. <laughs> Which man, I, I so that that would be like my first like musical influence. But at the same time, I had to like I snuck it in there with a uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers "By the Way" album, which is a oh, great album. Yeah. But um, I mean, early influences would be like you know those two. Pink Floyd was something that I, I mean, I still listen to today. Like I love, I'll listen through the wall like over and over. But then you mesh that with like the hip hop, you know, the influences from growing up in like Beaumont area. Yeah. So now you're meshing that with like UGK, which I mean, I've got. UGK tattooed right here on my arm. Like I love UGK. Like you know, RIP Pimp C. We got a, I got a sticker on the back of my car. Like you know, I mean, <laughs> the king. <laughs> that's you know the 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 king of the south. Hell, I mean, but then then again, you're like can't call him the king of the south because if you hear if I hear someone in the distance playing screwed up music, you're like yeah. you, you're automatically like I like that person. Like I, I love. Any screwed up music. So it's like, yeah. that would be my influences. But what like influences my, my music, I guess. Right, right. Of, I guess, uh, I guess that's a better question. Yeah. What influences your music? That yeah. My music would be more of a, uh, I mean, I, I try to strive for if Kid Cudi grew up listening to UGK, like, because I oh, think, okay. I think that Cudi has a more, uh, he has a way of making a struggle like an internal struggle, not an external struggle. He has like, he has a way of making his internal struggles obvious to the listener, but also makes you feel like he understands your internal struggle. Right. He makes it relatable. Yeah, for sure. Very relatable. But, and then he, he kind of makes it sound like, Hey, we're all, we're all going to be okay. Like we're all, we're all a little crazy at some point. Like it's all, you know, and I think that, you know, Pink Floyd references. That's I think that he is a, I think Kid Cudi is almost like hip hop's Pink Floyd when it comes to like the progressive, like introspective, almost psychedelic uh, yeah. feel that he does. That's <laughs> something that 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 really really heavily influences me. But also UGK's, uh, I mean, just just the way that they deliver their verses, the way that Bun B delivers his words. I think he has one of the. I think Bun B's voice is one of the best voices in all of hip hop. Like when I hear oh, it, yeah, it's so significant. His and also oh, Pimp C's, you know, it's so good. And you, just, it's just the second I hear it, I'm like, yep, that's that's yeah, that's so good. So I, I think, uh, but also I'm like, ASAP Rocky would be something that like when I listen to his like Long Live ASAP album, it's heavily influenced by. I mean, I think it's like cloud rap mixed with UGK. Like he, yeah. he really he really got that like hip that southern hip hop into his bigger oh, introspective man. sound. Um, so it, before his uh, debut album, remember that mixtape he dropped? I think that's what you're Purple. talking about. Uh, or like with Purple Swag and all that shit, mm-hmm. bro. When he, that whole tape, like when I, the, initially when I heard it, I was like, okay, so this is like fucking everything I grew up on, but it's like, it, it's like the, the way we grew up, meaning like, we listened to that shit, but we also did like psychedelic drugs and shit. And this, <laughs> this, this exactly put all that shit in an audio form, you know? Yes, like, that's exactly what it was. Where <laughs> you just listen to it. I mean, 
you know, it put his, his, especially like that mix safe and then long live, it puts you in the couch and you're just like, yes, yeah. man, like this is, this is, <laughs> this this is my thought it. put on sound. Like, thank this you, ASAP. Exactly, bro. Like yeah. him also, what's crazy though, and I can't believe they haven't collabed yet, uh, him and also Travis Scott, like they, yep. you know, their music is just so like left field, but it's, it's also relatable, you know, but it's just so different, especially Travis Scott, you know, he, it's, he goes super far left, but like, it's, uh, it's just good. Every song, yes. you know? And yes. He, uh, it gets you thinking, like, it, it yeah. may not be thinking about like what they were meaning for YouTube, but it's just, the it sounds so big and it's so different. Yeah. And like you said, like, you know, psychedelic drugs or whatever, whatever you're doing, like it, it, it fits in there. Perfect. <laughs> sure, bro. Like you said about uh Cuddy, man, like uh, that, the way, this is the way I think of Cuddy. Like you, you take psychedelic drugs or you just say life is a drug itself. Mm -hmm. Like he's that friend that's going to be there to tell you everything's okay when you're having a <laughs> You know, yes. <laughs> he's your like, spirit guide. Like, yeah. I got you, man. Like, we're going to ride this together. Like you're, yeah. you're just fucked up. <laughs> yeah, bro. He's uh he's that guy that's going to acid, acid sit you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. Can you imagine that having Kid Cudi acid sit you? Like, oh man, yeah, bro, I'd be up. I'm good. I'm good. Let's go. Let's go trim some bonsai trees. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's good, man. That's badass, man. So yeah, man. So I see you have a lot, a shit ton of books. I, I just I have to ask, what is up there, bro? Behind oh, you, <laughs> we got anything from? You guys read a lot, huh? Yeah. <laughs> We try, we try to read a lot. Some of my favorites up there would probably be like, I mean, I got Sid Arthur right here. I got, this was a, uh, this was a gift. How to Stay Alive in the Woods. Nice. Heart of Darkness, you know, some Dalai Lama shit. You yeah. Know, just kind of all the way from that to like home building because I am still a carpenter and I got to, you know, yeah. sometimes look shit up. So there's just, I mean, I don't know. There's Find Your Fuck Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to talk about that one because that's a, uh, for anybody who's in like a creative headspace that's like wanting to do something creative, I definitely, I don't even remember her name. What's her, what's her name? Do you remember her name? I don't know. Just look up the title of the book, Find Your Fuck Yeah. Find Your Fuck it, Yeah. That, that one, I read that book and it it uh it really inspires you to go for whatever that like inner thing is before, you know, the school system mm. or, you know, the, the, the job that you have, I mean, it's all set up, all humans are set up to work in a modern factory by like, that's how our education system like builds us is to work in a factory is what it seems like. Yeah. And this book explains how to step outside of that, find your creativity, find the thing that you want to do and fucking go for it. Like, you know, find your fuck yeah and dive in. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, I'm sorry, I almost got interrupted by a kid. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Find your fuck yeah, I'm going to have to check that out, dude. And no, the reason I ask about the books is, uh, is I'm sure you you take something out of each one of those books to like help you, you know, your method of madness when you're creating a song mm -hmm. or, you know, just your whole, like what's your, when you're getting about to prepare to get in the booth or even when you're about to write a song, like what's your mm -hmm. method of, or what's your, uh, What's your uh, preparation? Okay. It's, uh, man, really, I, I don't really like sit aside and think I'm going to write a song right now. Like, mm. and this is what that song is going to be about. It's more of, you know, day to day you'll flow through. And I always try to keep like a different melody. Like I'll switch up a melody in my head when I'm like, you know, I put headphones in when I'm at work and there's you know, usually there's not music in them. I just don't want anybody to talk to me, but yeah. you know, and I, I have my own melody that I'm listening to and I'm trying to think of, you know, and sometimes in that melody, a word will like come out. Like, you know, you could be like, and, and there's, and there's a word there. Like I, sure. that was a bad yeah. example, but there, and then that word will lead into what am I, what am I thinking about today? What's going on today? What's going on in the world today? Yeah. You know, how do I want, do I, am I trying to make myself feel better? And right. then you could take that, like, you know, when you have that, uh, I don't know, kind of that internal struggle of like, I'm trying to make myself feel better. You can use yeah. that to write a song to make somebody else try to make them feel elevated because you're doing yeah. it for yourself in that moment. So when, I guess when that comes around, how do I get to writing the song is more of just, I mean, you know, you listen to so much music and you hear the cadences that so many people have come up with. And that, to me, that never leaves so uh, 
I don't know if there's any such thing as like original thoughts, to be honest with you. So it's somewhat like you, you have those old cadences and you know what would go well, you know, or on a beat that you're producing or you already have a beat and you know what song or what words would reflect well in that beat. So yeah. it's, there's a, there's a, uh, there's no real, like, I know there's some people that instead of like an actual, like start here, work your way down. Like my brother's also a musician and you know, he's in, He's an amazing guitarist, went to uh, Berkeley School of Music. And oh, so he, uh, you know, when he has a method when he's writing, you know, figure out what, what key does this song need to be in? And then what's the melody in that? You know, you look, go through the keys in that, you know, uh, like you go through the notes in that key, figure out the melody you want to use. And there's like, you know, there's like a, almost a scientific process. It's a music yeah. theory process. But for me, it's more, I want my songs to sound more organic and more... Right. Like you're having a conversation with somebody and you're, you're trying to get them to do whatever. Like you want to make them feel better. You want to make them party. You want to make them think about something that, you know, maybe they're avoiding thinking about whatever that is. And then the words start to flow from there, man. Really? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I could see that, man. It just become like way more uh, fluid and everything. I think uh, like experiences and like emotions, like really like help motivate uh, like any type of song or just like songwriting. You know, I know uh, me personally, whenever I would try to write songs and stuff like I would always have my best work when I was like super pissed off I don't know why yeah <laughs> you know but I can always, always, yeah, yeah I can always tell when I wrote a song when I was pissed off because it sometimes when you go to perform like you go to record it it doesn't translate because ah, you're not yeah. pissed off when you're recording it and you're like why does this sound so soft and weird like I don't <laughs> You gotta like get pissed off again so when you yeah. go to record it, so the so your attitude matches. Yeah, that's that's funny. I mean, I think I don't know. I feel like my my. I mean, I I deal with uh like I'm type two bipolar, which is uh you know it's manic depressive. So yeah. I I can I have to like you know you ride these waves, especially that applies when I'm writing songs. Like there's songs when I'm on one wave, and I wrote that song back up here. You know when you're like you know, you, you're happier, you know, you're not depressed. So that's, that's difficult. But I think there's a, I don't know, man, there's, there's just a, some people are called to like, express themselves, like they're, they're right. called to right. really like, you know, I think everybody's called to express themselves, but some people are called to express themselves through their voice and their thoughts and through what they can write. Like I have friends that are amazing, you know, writers. And when I read something that they, that there was a story that they wrote down, you're like, I mean, yeah, you were meant to do that. Like I could, I couldn't do that. So you find your medium for expressing yourself and just go for it. Yeah, for sure. Do you think, um, like for you personally, do you think like your music and like creating music and that type of art, you think that's helping like, uh, with, uh, depression or with like bipolar? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Is it like, like your medicine? yeah, it's almost like a, I mean, when you're having, you know, I mean, when you're depressed or you're, you're whatever, when you're, you have anxiety, um, you know, it's best to acknowledge that and, you know, give life to it, but realize that, 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 that thing, that depression or that anxiety, whatever is not actually you. It's not actually the self, like, because you go, if you say I am depressed, well, depressed is this thing. I is a different thing, right? Like you were, you were separate from those feelings. And I think creating music, it almost because you create a song that is, you know, somewhat depressed or somewhat manic or whatever, but you are not that song. Like, you know, I don't think that's when somebody creates something, they're inherently that thing. That thing just came from them. Right. That's true. That's so true. it does help you realize that's it helps you separate yourself from the anxiety or depression or whatever it is yeah. that you're going through, you know, addiction, whatever it is, you can, you can write about, you know, whatever problems you have. And it makes you realize like, Oh, this is just, it's just a perspective thing. And I can separate myself from it. For sure. For sure. It's almost like an escape. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good way. I, I never thought of it that way. That's a good way to look at it, man. Um, so uh, I guess, cause I'm sure you've been, you know, going at this for, for a minute now uh, before like the pandemic thing, like were you performing at any particular venue, like uh, normally or, you know, like. Uh, man, honestly, like I was on this years ago and then, like I said, life got in the way and you kind of yeah. fall off of doing it. And then we moved. We moved up here and then, you know, stress about getting a job in a new town. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, well, I should start performing. Let's get these songs together. Let's, let's start performing. Right. And I'm, maybe I'm not the fastest at like, you know, I'm not the quickest at like 
acting on things, I guess. Like maybe I could have acted a little quicker. I've now with the pandemic, like on top of us, it's like, Oh, I should have got that done before this happened. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I had planned on performing at South by you're like, that's the place to start. Like you just, you know, you get, oh, you get sure. enough followers, yeah. you get on South by yeah. and then you, you know, you push that, you know, or I do like, you know, you're like, I'll get to that. Like, I gotta, I gotta pay bills. I gotta do this thing. And honestly, like, so I then there wasn't any regular places I performed. I haven't performed in Austin yet. Yeah. So it's like, uh, this pandemic brings it out even more so in me. Yeah. It's like, I gotta, I have to do this. Like, as soon as this thing ends, it's like, what's the first place that's booking shows and it's comfortable with people, you know, yeah. in there. Most definitely. You can look at it. I mean, it's bittersweet. You could look at it, you know, uh, in different ways. But I think, like, for you, you could just take this time to just, like, get all your material together. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, in concepts for videos, mm -hmm. uh, you know, even just, like, stage presence and literally everything, you know? So it sucks that we're fucking confined in our homes and everything. But at the same time, it's all yeah. the blessing in disguise. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I agree. We can create so much shit. We have so much time to create things, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. You have, if, you know, if you tap into that creativity and don't, you know, try not to let the, you know, the outlook of how this could go bad weigh yeah. you down, you know, just <laughs> yeah. focus on what you can control. Cause all that, you know, we can't control, but you can, you can control what you're creating and what you want to, you know, put out into the world. And you're right. Like we yeah. do have a lot of time. And so there is a lot of things to work on. Like there, you know, there's still, there's still, uh, you know, there's still places recording here. Like I have my little home set up to record and there's still, you know, there, there's places that you can go and I'm working on an EP right now, which the EP's written. It's mostly just figuring out which songs I want to go wear on this yeah. thing and making it have, I know it's just an EP, but it's like you wanted to embody you in a proper, yeah. I, I like, I mean, I grew up like, a, you know, I mentioned Pink Floyd and their albums are always in succession. Kid Cudi, his albums, they flow from song to song that's it sounds like that song's supposed to be there so even on an ep i want to have somewhat of that um continuity i guess across the uh, the ep so i'm working on that working on another album a uh, full-length album so it's like you're right there's a lot of time to create right now uh, yeah things to move forward yeah most definitely man that's uh yeah and then you guys are in the perfect spot too dude you could like literally just probably walk outside and just like sit on a, a, a curb or like go to a park. Well, I don't know about right now, but you know, uh, yeah. Austin is just so beautiful. It's so much inspiration and so much it like good, good history, you know? Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a beautiful city. I mean, you know, we live on the North side, we were living South side. And uh, so we've gotten to live, you know, it's Austin's a very, uh, it's a very different city, like you from yeah. like side to side. Like, so where we are now, it's a little bit slower. I mean, that could be because of the pandemic. We moved here during the pandemic on this north side, but the south side was when we lived down there, it was always moving. I mean, from our back, uh, from our back patio where we were living, you could hear uh, ACL going on this last year. So we sat on our back porch and was listening to, oh God, who was it? Was it Lizzo that was performing, Brandy? <laughs> yeah, Lizzo was performing, and you're like, you know, you're kind of like, I'm here. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. We didn't get to make a show, which we bought tickets for this next, you know, next year. But yeah, you know, who knows if that's going to happen. But yeah, Austin is a really good place. I mean, that's why I think it, that's why it attracts so many creative people really is because yeah. the area is beautiful and all those minds come together and you, you know, you hop in a Facebook group pretty much and, or a discourse and you're like, hey, who's creating in Austin? And everybody's creating in Austin. Oh, for sure, bro. Yeah, you could jump on like any Facebook group or just you can get on fucking like literally any social media app and just like ask that very question, you know, people would fucking reach out, acknowledge you. Man, yeah. we're having a jam session. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. like everyone just like welcomes you with open arms and it's great, you know? Yeah, uh, very it's, welcome. It's a lot similar in Houston, but the problem with Houston is uh, like rap or just music. Uh, everyone's trying to do all, the same thing. So it's just oversaturated. You know, so I mean, you'll you'll get some people that want to collab and shit like in Houston, but uh, a lot of you know a lot of the younger generation, you know, they want to hate on you, <laughs> you know. So okay, okay. Uh, that, that's the difference uh, between like that place in Austin. And uh, honestly, uh, you're in the you're in the the best spot I think for music. You know. Yeah, I, I hope so. I it's mean, it's just, a it's a cool city anyway. So if it happens to be the best spot for music, that's just like a win win, I guess. Yeah, it's a good spot. Speaking yeah. of, how is it back being? Uh, how is it being back in? 
Southeast Texas, where are you staying at? Uh, it's uh, so I'm actually in a uh, like mid county right now, man. It, it's okay. slow. Uh, so I stayed in Houston for like ten years, mm-hmm. and um, you know Houston's fast. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a lot of yeah. fucking people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, just being back, I've been back here for a few years now. It's uh it's slow, but I don't mind it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The only thing I do mind is shit like what we're about to deal with next week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like these yeah. things like that. But other than that, um. Man, honestly, you know, with everything going on, like, uh, you know, we work, come home, and we, we hang out, um, and that's about it, dude. We don't do much, you know? So, I mean, you know how it is back here. It's small. Everyone knows everyone. Uh, everyone, for the most part, you know, we tend to ourselves, uh, try not to bother anybody, try not to offend anybody, you know? So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely Southeast Texas. Yeah, man. Uh, it's... it's uh, it's not a bad spot, you know. I wouldn't no. mind being in Austin or Houston, though. I miss it, man. I miss both of those places a lot. You miss, like, the speed of everything? I miss the speed, bro. I yeah. think that's what it is. Uh, but also, during those times, I was, uh, you know, alone. My girlfriend, uh, you know, I've been with for about two years. She's got two kids. So mm. it's making me realize a lot of things, you know. Um, mm. And, you know, I, I want to be that cool dad, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so I'm oh, stepping in and, uh, you know, I'm trying to fulfill that role. Damn man, that's awesome. That's that's uh, that's impressive. Is what it is. Yeah, it's uh, it's challenging, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But uh, it's it's uh, I think I can handle it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be okay. So, are you working? Uh, or are you reaching out to anybody? Like, is there anyone in particular you want to work with in Austin, or really just anywhere? You know, power of social media, we can reach out to anybody. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's, uh, I mean, that's true. But working with somebody. Man, I mean, there's there's like always artists that you're gonna dream of working about one day. You know, sure. you're like, oh man, I'd love to have Future on a hook. That'd be crazy. You know, like yeah, yeah, it'd be nice. But anybody like local that I'm looking to work with, it's man, I really don't have anybody on a list of things, and it's almost because, I mean, I think I have to, you know, have an EP out, perform some shows independently, and really it's kind of like earning your stripes. Like, you know, I don't, I don't expect anybody to work with me. I don't look to somebody and be like, Oh, I want to work with them. It's like, no, I want them to work with me. Like I want, For like, sure. I, want to be, I want to be good enough to where they say like, that's the person that I'm going to work with. Like, cool. And so, I, I mean, I'm, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm somewhat of a loner anyway. So when it comes to like looking for people to work with, I'm, I'm not somebody that goes out of my way to like find people, which it could it could hurt me, I guess, but not, not that I'm saying no, it out loud. But not not I, really, I, I do I'm not against working with people. I'm more than more than more than open to it. But yeah, it just happens. Yeah, for sure, man. And honestly, uh, just from what what I've gathered, you know, from uh, like your IG and just like your material and everything, I think uh-huh. you're gonna have like this run. It seems like you're gonna eventually like once you keep putting out more stuff, like you're gonna have this run, dude. I feel like you're just gonna go viral, and then everyone's. <laughs> with you i could i could see it happening because like and the i'm serious like in the your videos like your freestyle videos like yeah. the creativity you know the direction is there you know what i'm saying it's just like a little bit more consistency and you it's there you know what i'm yeah. saying Thanks, I man. I it happening, bro for sure because yeah, okay. the talent is also it's right there in front of our faces you know what i'm saying you just got to get it in the right faces what <laughs> oh man i appreciate that yeah, bro, for sure. So like, it's yeah, yeah, so it's a like consistency is difficult in the time, you know, as uh inconsistent as we're in. So yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, I would want to work with whoever would want to work with me. That yeah. feels that I feel like they are they're on a uh, the same creative mission as me. I guess is you know just trying to raise people up. I don't want somebody. I couldn't see myself working with somebody who's I don't know like suicide rap or whatever like well, I, yeah I, yeah i was about to say that you don't want to work with just like some negative i mean i don't yeah. like, honestly it doesn't matter how fucking famous they are you know what i'm exactly. saying they, it's gotta, almost a different genre altogether so i'm like i would work with anybody who's like when i introduce like i say this is my idea of a song they go i had a, that's a, that's my idea i have the same idea that's awesome right, see this. Right, so yeah. that'd be somebody that i want to work with and, if, and it's almost like i mean it's a relationship it's a chemistry so i'm down to work with whoever i mean which you know you said like you know, I, I appreciate you. You know, all the praise that you just gave me—that felt really fucking good, man. <laughs> but now I'm like, yeah, I have, I have a, a a free verse that we did the other day that you know we're gonna drop. We we were doing the free verse Friday, but I had a wedding this past week. I was actually in Southeast Texas last weekend, 
So it, I think I may have bit off a little bit more than I could chew when I said I'm going to drop a free verse every Friday. And then we did a video for one of them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, we got to do a video for every single one. <laughs> so you, you set your own standard. But now we're like, you know, I have I have something that I'm going to come out with tomorrow to make up for, you know, Feverse Friday. Yeah, uh, and I, I think, uh, honestly, like, you know, when you're building this momentum and like this consistency, I mean, it's good to stay consistent. But at the same time, I think like people are distracted by quality. So like if you skip like two months and then you drop yeah. a video, like another Freeverse video and it's super fucking good, people forget that you missed out on two, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think quality, yeah. it's, uh, you, you need quantity, but honestly, uh, qual people love quality. You know, even though of we're a fan, it's yeah. fucking, it's like less than a goldfish, uh, goldfish attention nowadays. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm yeah. it's, like, it's like two seconds, three seconds, it's something crazy. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so you, you uh, I think if you have a quality video, a quality three second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know, in. Yeah, yeah. I get you. You warm yeah, up. There's a, you know? that's, that's something, you know, with today's music is it has become, I think, you know, with like streaming services, it's become more quantity over right. quality. It's just like, but you produce something that has like a good sound quality or whatever, you know, it's going to have, a, it's if it's put out by a record label, it's going to have good sound quality. But the quantity, I I think we're losing some of the uh, some of the qualitativeness or the introspectiveness or the like you're losing some of the artists. So yeah, yeah it, it's a but it does make it to where everybody can be seen. I don't know. There's a I'm at I'm at like weird a place with streaming and like SoundCloud and things like that because I mean I grew up in a different time, I guess. Yeah. Well, what what I'm trying to yeah I did as well. We grew up in the, the same time. Like what. What, what I'm trying to understand, like, even nowadays, bro, I'll be, and I might sound old as fuck saying this, but I don't care. Uh, like, algorithms, you know what I'm saying? Like, whether it's, it's SoundCloud, right, SoundCloud, yeah. YouTube, like, these fucking al algorithms. Like, I was listening to um, a podcast the other day, and they were talking about TikTok's algorithm. So, like, a new TikTok user, whenever you create a video on TikTok, say you just started a TikTok, put out a free verse video, right? It's going to immediately go, go viral because they want you to stay on TikTok. So that first video goes viral and then you keep making more videos and they don't do shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But now you're hooked. Uh, you're chasing a dragon. It's almost they got like, you hooked. Yeah. They got you hooked. Damn, man. That's crazy. I didn't know they did that. Yeah. So like that's it got easy. me thinking. I'm like, damn, it might be the same way with, with uh IG or YouTube, with Apple. Apple Podcast does the same shit. Like my shit was like on the first page for like a day and then like it went away. I was like, Oh damn, they got me hooked. They got me chasing the dragon. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't know they did that. But I mean, that makes sense. Like, now you're like, is anything? What? What the fuck is even real now? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I, I ask myself that every day. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so now I'm like, okay, well now. But I mean, there's a way to. I mean, I've, I've never watched them, but I've, they, they get suggested to me on like YouTube. It's like figure out YouTube's algorithm. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I guess there are people that figure that shit out and they run with it and they make a good. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know, yeah. like it's like you got to comment on certain things or whatever it is i don't i don't i'm not sure the exact science of it but yeah some people i think get famous doing that i don't know oh for sure man it's just crazy how like the the internet in general is crazy but yeah. just how everything is uh going and like these this younger generation they mm -hmm. understand this shit you know what i'm saying so it's yeah. like you know like these young kids that are on like all these apps like that are going viral like over and over and over they understand how this shit works yeah you know? it's weird thinking back to like you know i remember people you know when i was like 17 18 we had social media like, yeah you know, just fired up like you know you had i mean early you know like in our teenage years we had like myspace and things like that but we understood yeah. like the birth of social media but yeah. now the birth of these like algorithms i feel like you know the older people that we would talk to when we were kids you know, we just don't understand what these kids understand. <laughs> I'm like, it's, oh no, it's just crazy. Like now, you know, us being adults, like our parents would tell us when we were younger. Mm -hmm. I mean, you'll, you'll never understand this. We had this back in the day. Now <laughs> I can tell, you know, my two children, like you'll never understand. I had something called an iPod back in the day, and that. Yeah. To me, like the iPod, like it was this thick, man. That thing was crazy. <laughs> yeah, even like the like the 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 thin ones, bro. Like the little the nano, nano? And the other shit. You know, like that's still groundbreaking technology to me. Yeah. These kids are like, what the fuck is that? Like that's old. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can pull out a flip phone to these kids, and they'd be like, what the fuck is that thing? 
Yeah, I mean, I use this. Like I swear, <laughs> it's crazy, man. How fast like uh, times are changing. You know, technology is just evolving so fast. Oh, yeah, that's crazy to me, bro. Crazy, it's crazy times. Yeah, man. So, um, Kanye twenty twenty. <laughs> man, I feel. Uh, I'm like I'm so torn up over Kanye because that's Wait, another are, one. Are you a uh, are you a Kanye are you a big Kanye fan? I am. Yes, I'm a huge Kanye fan, man. Like, uh, but like, but like, like pre Jesus Kanye, like Jesus was good, but like I think after, like, because I fell in love with Kanye with like you know like graduation, like and yeah. then like you know uh, Devil in a New Dress, and you're like or or my my beautiful uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy, yes, bro. Oh, so so man. Gra- graduation and my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy are my two favorite albums, dude. My my, that that album you can just. I mean, you just play it over and over, and it's like it, ne- it will never, ever get old. So, yeah, but so seeing where he is right now and knowing his diagnosis, like, you know, he's bipolar. Right. And it's like, where where are – he's clearly having an episode to me. Yeah, it's like, where where are his – I mean, his loved ones are there, but I guess it's hard to reel in somebody who is that influential and that powerful and – Right. You know, it's but it's almost I just I hope he's not like, you know I mean I guess his his image can't really get hurt that bad, but it's like I hope that he's not hurting himself in some way, you know, like I just feel bad for the guy, like 'cause he's 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 such a creative mind and Yeah, he's a he's like a uh, creative genius, you know. But, yes. but like you said, like it's just sad to me that he's surrounded by all these influential people and like no one is saying like Kanye, bro, you have to sit. You got to chill out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's it's crazy to me that no one is trying to like, you know, just like keep him safe. You know? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I don't know. I, yeah, and he's like I said, he's such a, he's so iconic and he's so powerful and he has so much. He has so much like pool. You know, he yeah. has so much. He has so much influence that when somebody's like that, I mean, they kind of get free reign over their own mental states, like. You couldn't show up to work, you know, a nine to five job and show up to work and start spouting off things that he's was saying that his, you know, his uh, campaign little rally that he had. Like, yeah. you can't just, but he can, like, he can do that because of what he's accomplished. Right. So, yeah. uh, That's true. So it's, it's sad because you're like, man, just, we all love you, Kanye. Like, <laughs> you just want, you just want to like give Kanye a hug. Like, dude, we all love you. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like, we love you, bro. We just want to see you do good, man. We just want to see you healthy and be good. Healthy. Yeah, for sure, bro. For you gave sure. us graduation. Like, you gave us skill, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. He's just whatever else like this. He's, he, you know, he's he's Kanye. He's always been a little a little off, I guess, a little yeah. different than people would imagine. <laughs> yeah, that, that's funny. The other day, um, I just pulled up his uh, old video with, you know, him and Mike Myers, he's talking about George Bush, oh, like about black people. And my girlfriend was like, "Is this real? Like, what the fuck <laughs> am I watching?" I was like, yeah. "It's like, baby, this is real. This shit happened." Yeah, he he like, did that. He did that. Like, he really said that. Television. <laughs> and Mike Myers' reaction is the best. Like, he's just blank. Like, am I still on? Are we still filming? Like, yeah, he's like, but no. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kanye's just straight face. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, but you're like, but the things that he says, like, I, I almost feel like maybe Kanye is just like too advanced for everyone. Yeah. Because you think back on like the crazy shit that he said at some points, and like, you know, in hindsight, you're like, I mean, he's kind of right. Like, he's not, he's not <laughs> wrong. Like, yeah. yeah. Was, I mean, did George Bush hate black people? You're like, I don't know if he hated them, but he definitely. Didn't really think, care much. So like, yeah, you know. I, and I think uh, the reason uh, the disconnect between like Kanye and just like the world is like he pays attention to like tonality and the way you fucking compose sentences. Like so, mm-hmm. like we're everyone's on their phone all day texting each other. We're using our thumbs to communicate all day. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So there's no tonality in a text. This dude pays attention to the way you say particular like certain words you know what i'm saying like or the way you even construct the sentence you can oh, yeah. misplace one word and he's gonna think you know something that we not we didn't even think about you know what i'm saying yeah. it's crazy how his yeah. mind works you know it's yes. uh it's really different but like his his genius is a lot different from like elon musk's genius you know in uh-huh. a sense of like 
uh, like if you have a like I watched Elon Musk on Joe Rogan, right? And like he yeah. uh he like they they're both like crazy as fuck and they're both geniuses, you know, but like Elon, I think he's a little bit more logical because he doesn't give a shit about tonality. Yeah, he's Ton- a, tonality, a scientific you know I mean? or engineering genius. But then you yeah, have yeah, I guess a, that's, a, that's a, a creative genius. It's kind of a different ball game. You're like yeah, yeah. The difference between like a uh, to me like I don't know like I can't even think of any other geniuses right now. Like my mind's blank. But you think of, like Nikolai Tesla, like another genius. But what was he a? Uh, I don't no, know. no. I guess you're right. It's it's almost like a like a like a science. I'm looking at it the wrong way. It's almost like a scientist and like a famous like painter or something. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Different troubles. Like the creative mind comes from somewhere else, I think, than the logical mind, like in some aspects. Like, right, right, right. And I think that Kanye is able to, like, I mean, with his, you know, with his diagnosis, you know, with with what he lives with, you know, which is, from my understanding, he's also bipolar too, which is my diagnosis. I got that like five years ago. So it's like, if it is truly that, that what he's dealing with, like, sometimes reality can it's like you know if it's if it's if reality you know the dial is supposed to be set to six sometimes you turn it to like six and a half or like seven mm. you know you get off of what what other people like or even how you would normally perceive something it changes a little bit so he's he may be seeing you know the the the, the presidential election or whatever he may be seeing things a little bit differently than what we see them right now but to, in his head he's still thinking logical but he's just not grasping the actual. He's not grasping actual reality. But he right. is logical, if that makes sense. Like no, no, it definitely does. He's just like slightly disconnected from what's yeah. what's real. I got you. No, that makes perfect sense, bro. Yeah. Me, I think he's. A, I think he's a genius. I think he is. Huh? <laughs> so you're making me think about things in a whole different light. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. I mean, whatever. <laughs> hey, you bipolar guys are fucking geniuses, man. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's what it is. You guys guys think weird. I don't know, man. (laughs) You guys think that's what it is. I don't know, man. It's just guys think normal. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. It's a, but I see like what to to the point of this whole thing. I see Kanye, and I feel bad for him. Is what I just want. Absolutely. And honestly, I think I think a lot of people do. You know, we're we're Mm -hmm. looking at. Like uh, probably one of one of the shittiest elections we've ever had, you know, in, in human history. Yeah, um, yeah, you know. So and then for him to just want to chime into like this shit show, it's just like yeah. someone's gotta tell him like you you don't want to deal with this. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to be a part of the shit show. Like <laughs> you know, I'm not. I remember saying- when he announced that he was gonna run in 2024. Yeah, it was kind of like that was when Kanye was like he had it together. Yeah, and the the like inner like Kanye fan of me, you know, was like, "Fuck yeah, man! Run in twenty twenty four, like, for it, like, you yeah. know, we'll see Kanye you. and whoever else, like, Kanye and what's what's another Lady Gaga? That's what we'll do. Have our first female vice president, Kanye, Kanye and Elon. The reason I brought up Elon because Elon wanted to like, well, he did like co-sign him. He and said, then, "Yeah, I remember he tweeted about it." Yeah, and then he like fucking he was like, "Oh, you know what?" Um, <laughs> Or withdrawal that yeah he was like i'm gonna wait a few years <laughs> no man we are in and crazy times i think is going to draw you know some crazy reactions when somebody has that big of a platform like kanye west you know you're going to see his reaction to insane times I and mean, when we're voting for donald j trump and joe biden as our next president of the united states and uh, I don't know, man. Like, maybe I'll fucking run. Like, who knows? Like, please, John Stamos to run next. Like, what are we doing? Do, man, because I don't have a fucking vote right now. <laughs> like, who am I going to vote for? Yeah, it sucks, man. I, you know, I didn't want to get political, but I'll be honest. I don't have a fucking vote. <laughs> it, it sucks, man. Uh, but uh, back to Elon, dude. Do you think you guys yeah. want to, uh, like, get, like, a lot more, like, uh, like activity or traffic, uh, considering that you know he's building the, uh, I think it's a Cybertruck uh, mm-hmm. factory somewhere close. I don't know if it's Austin exactly, yeah. but I know it's somewhere near Austin. Yeah, I think it's going to be off of seventy nine, which is like East Austin, like oh. uh, like Hutto area. Okay, 
Okay. Yeah, which is basically Austin. It's like 20 minutes from Austin. Yeah, so you guys, are, I mean, Austin's already fucking, I mean, you Austin's growing, huh? It's, well, it's popping, man. It is, yeah. it's, it's crazy here. I mean, traffic, I mean, they're, you know, it's any any metropolitan area. I mean, you, you were in Houston, so traffic's bad in the metropolitan area. Like, what do you do about it? Yeah, I mean, I would, driving through Houston, you're like, I mean, I didn't live there, but just if you happen to catch traffic, you're like, I don't know how people yeah. do this, how y'all live like this. But then, you know, we moved to Austin and, it is what it is. Like you get, it's it's a trade off. Either you have, like you said, right. slower in Beaumont. So either you have slower and no traffic, or you have faster and a lot of traffic. Either you have right. restaurant choices and a lot of traffic, or no restaurant choices, or just like you know some restaurant choices. Right? Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely a trade off, man. But it sucks when um like so I come back here right, and then like I go and visit like in Austin or Houston, dude. I'm in traffic for like ten minutes minutes and i'm about to lose my fucking mind <laughs> you know what i'm saying because you know you got out of the like the ability to deal with it yeah because you know <laughs> you guys know how traffic is out here there is no fucking traffic no it's not <laughs> you know or i mean yeah. if there is it's never bad so no. you know so whenever i go to houston or i go to austin and i'm stuck in traffic i'm waiting an hour to get 10 minutes down the fucking road yeah like you know I, i'm losing just my fucking gripping your steering wheel like yeah. just <laughs> like let me out of the city <laughs> Yeah, man. Mega death and shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I definitely, when we first moved here, it was a transition because sitting through, we were living on the south side. I was doing a lot of work on the north side. And so trying to get home, you lived in Austin for two years. So if you're driving from on Mopac, trying to cross the river or trying to cross the lake, it's a river, trying to cross the lake, you know, it's impossible at like three yeah. o'clock. Like this is, oh my I'm going to sit here for hours. So now we, we moved and we, we kind of adjusted traffic. If you learn where to live in a city, you can kind of deal with it, I guess. It's like, yeah, you can sort of maneuver. So before I left Austin, bro, uh, like any time of the day, like on 35 was fucking congested. It was oh, always yeah. congested. I don't know if it was yeah. because of construction or what, but 35. construction. Yeah, I stayed on like I th- uh, I 35. I stayed on the uh, east side. I stayed off like uh, Riverside. So I oh, was nice. down okay. where a lot of little poor college kids live. I was, I was one of them. I was a poor college kid. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I was over there. And, uh, man, it was fun because I met a lot of cool fucking people. But uh, anytime I had to go up north, uh, you know, I, I traveled uh, anywhere, like, away from the east side, dude. It was always, like, I-35 was always jam-packed. Yeah. It's, uh, I try my best to avoid I-35, like, just sneak around it on, like, side roads or, you know. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Better there's, off. There's a, there's a lot of like seems like there's a lot of little finesse moves, you know, like yeah. on Austin different yeah. streets and routes you could. The longer you live here, you like figure out like what am I gonna cut through? Like yeah, this, this, this. yeah, yeah, hell yeah, man. So what's next, bro? What's what's next? I say the pandemic ends tomorrow. You know, I yeah. mean, fuck, I wish, but like say it ends tomorrow. Like what's next on your uh, list of uh, to dos and what's on the agenda? I mean, really is get this EP wrapped up and uh, get that out to everybody. Um, I want to continue doing, it may not be a weekly free verse Friday, but I do, I mean, it's a good practice. That's, that's really what's next. I mean, that's going to continue on my agenda. Yeah. And what's next is getting the EP out. And then if it ends, if the pandemic ends tomorrow, which that'd be insane, incredible. <laughs> it's like make it, you know, you're hopping on the phone to be like, which bars are open, you know, which clubs are open, what's happening, what's happening on sixth street, who wants to work together. You know, who wants to meet up? Like, let's get studio time together with local artists that I, you know, it's it's hard to branch out right now yeah. because pretty, where you meet people at events. Like, that's, I don't, I'm not, you know, I grew up in a time, I guess, with social media, like, we, we grew up in a time where social media was coming into play, but I'm still so used to just, I mean, I remember going to Star Bar in Walmart. That's how I met people to, like, hang out with. You remember Star Bar? Yeah. Like, that was the place, man. Like, yeah, I and you just yeah. go meet people. And I, I, I'm more of a, uh, I'm more of a person that likes to talk like this. Like, I don't, I don't do well with. So if it ended tomorrow, it's like I'm going everywhere I can to meet everyone I can. Yeah. To see who wants to work together. That, that, if it ended tomorrow, that would be my thing. Yeah, most definitely. You're looking to, to network. I got you. But ne- network the right way, because I mean, like you said, you know, we, honestly, um, like with the podcast, like the and the Zoom calls and stuff. It's easy to get people to come on the show via Zoom, but mm-hmm. I'm like you in a sense of I like the vibe, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And so uh, if I, you know, if I can meet you in person, cool. You know, sometimes it's on me. I have to reschedule. It's, it's just mm-hmm. it's life, 
you know, but uh, if I can meet you in person, you know what I'm saying? We can sit across the table from each other. I'd yeah. rather, or, you know, in a bar together, I'd rather vibe that way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you, you just get a better vibe. Of, of, yeah, it's more organic. Like, I mean, yeah. humans are meant to be around each other. Like we don't, I mean, there's nothing in our evolutionary like system that was meant to communicate long distance. Like that's, you're supposed to be next to each other when you communicate. Yeah. So it's like, so when you have that, you can pick up on people's body language and just anything. And you can just Absolutely. kind of vibe better with people. You can buy a drink. You can do, I don't know, like, it'd be cool. Like I imagine, you know, sitting at a podcast with you and just being like, all right, like we brought, you know, we brought some beers. Like let's, let's, let's fucking record this thing. Let's yeah, just yeah, yeah, let's, let's shoot this. <laughs> no, it's weird. Yeah, it's just shooting the shit. Like, so it's a, uh, I'm more, like you said, I'm more personal with it. I want to go meet people. I want to shake their hand because somebody could be something entirely different online than what they are in person. I mean, we know that. Like, yeah. It's even, even knowing that when you see the way someone presents themselves, you even knowing that it can be manipulated, when you see them, you're like, that's how they are. Like, it's almost hard to turn that off that like, yeah, looking into everyone's social media and being like, okay, how could they really be? You know, you, you just accept it. Uh, so I like to, I'm not very like vocal on my social media, I guess. I want people to get to know me in person. I mean, I want to post music on social media because that's how you reach people, but I want to get to know people. That's why I want to go perform. I think I perform better in front of people than I do, you know, on, on a social media with a phone. Yeah, like on a camera and, and record it. I got you for sure, dude. Well, um, man, anytime uh, you guys, you know, hopefully I'll have like multiple studios in the future, but uh, yeah. Um, you'll come out to Southeast Texas, man. Um, we'll we'll set up at the the studio in Beaumont. It's uh it's right next to uh, I don't know if you guys heard of the West. I'm sure you have the West oh, yeah. Bar and Grill. So yeah, yeah. Uh, the studio is in the same building as the West. Um, okay. So anytime you guys come out to Beaumont, we'll set up, dude. We'll be sitting across from each other. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We'll, that sounds fun, man. We'll do just that, man. We'll shoot the shit. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Next time we're there. Yeah. yeah well, I appreciate you so much, man, for coming on, dude, taking the time out, you know, out of your schedule to uh, to hang out and chat with me a little bit. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. It was great meeting you. Uh, good yeah. luck with these hurricanes. I hope they just, I hope they split off or maybe they'll hit each other and just like cancel out, like, you know, like disappear. Yeah, just like the void or like you said, just bounce off of each other and just Exactly. Like, and so y'all can all be <laughs> safe down there. I hope it goes well. Man, appreciate you having me on. Yeah, next time we are in town, I'm going to look you up. Yeah, bro. Hit me up, man. You guys got my number, so just shoot me a text, man. I appreciate it. Awesome, man. You take care. Y'all take care, man. All right. Bye-bye. Later.